This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray, and I love being with a shy guy. It's like his little jokes are only for me. Aww, <laughs> so cute. Uh, I'm Brandy Posey in Chipotle for days when you hate your job. <laughs> I'm Tess Barker, and I'm just thinking about all the bridges I've burned because I was hungry at the time. <laughs> That's real shit. This is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Yeah, what's your um what's your go-to hangry snack fix test? test? Oh, hang candy. Candy? Okay. Yeah, because the candy that would get a good sugar delivery system immediately. Um, mm. and then we can deal with with things with a more clear head. So candy. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Perfect. <Yeah. laughs> Man, Snickers really came in with the like, they were the smartest bar, I think, growing up of like, no, we that, that's yeah. what we do. Are you angry? Snickers. That's <laughs> yeah. what we're Snickers for. is basically the same as really, I think, as like a cliff bar. Like they're both yeah. have shitloads of sugar in them. <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. It's about it's, the same. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say, like, Snickers, not my favorite candy. Yeah. Oh my God. I love them. Really? Oh. I, I don't know what it is. I never get a Snickers. I like never get one. It feels like, responsible. Oh. <laughs> kind of. A little bit. I love it's the them. salad I of candies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, that's that's what I, totally. That's what I say to myself when I'm buying them two for one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm getting a p- two salads. Hell yeah. <laughs> Extra healthy. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's funny too how they try to trick us with the candies now where it's like you can't you can only buy king size or you can only buy the ones that have like three of them. Inside. I know. You're like, yeah. All right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I just <know>. give in. <laughs> like we're still going to buy it. But like, fuck you. Oh, my God. Speaking of share size candy, though. Last mm-hmm. night I was putting my jacket in my closet and I found a half a bag of peanut M&Ms I didn't remember I had. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, what a feeling. It really was a great feeling. <laughs> and not not melted at all, right? Just No, because the weather's been nice pristine and cold. They were condition. perfectly Ooh. preserved. <laughs> Perfect. They were my Rose Bowl M&Ms. And, um, oh. yeah. <laughs> wow, what a find. It was. It was a great find. I actually, <laughs> and it's really gross that I got excited by that because I ate like... I eat a lot. I can eat so much candy, you guys. <laughs> I ate like a soup bowl worth of peanut M&M's the previous night. And I was still excited <laughs> to find additional. Well, that's the thing with candy. It doesn't, it doesn't last. Like, no. It's an ongoing, you no. know, like, of yeah. course, you might feel ill from eating so yeah. much. But like, that goes away in enough time. So fast. It passes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it passes. Whatever. <laughs> I've been there's a few accounts I follow that do like that are like candy companies and you just get to see them like getting the bins of all the candy for deliveries all the time. It's pretty great. Oh, there's a there's a uh, an Instagram I follow. I forget the name of it now, but there's a woman what she goes. She goes. She has a the store that's by her that she buys candy from has a lot of bins and she has a little scoop 
and she just tests the scoopability of different candies. Yes, Ooh. I know that oh, one. It's great. She's it's really so great. Yeah, she's just nice. like, this is good. This is a good noise. It's a good or like, or it's a big yeah. chunk. It's really, it's real nice. I like and that. And she rates the bins. Big fan. Because that fan. reminds me, did you guys, I mean, I feel like we're all similar age. Like, I don't even need to ask. But mm-hmm. was your first stop at the mall Sweet Factory? I didn't have didn't Sweet have Factory. A, yeah, I don't think we had it. I don't. Yeah, what's a Sweet Factory? This <laughs> is in shock. I'm like, right yes. Now. I, I'm so sorry, you guys missed out on this. You did miss out. It's a candy store. That's exactly what you described. Where it's like a candy Ooh, store that just has bins. shitload of bins, and you go through and you just get whatever. And like, and I'm talking like. Every fucking kind of candy you could ever imagine. Ooh. Like my go-to, I would always get like a couple. Of, they had, you know, those crystal rock candies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had those in like every color, every flavor. They had <laughs> gummy Coke bottles. They had multiple sizes of gobstoppers. Um, needless to say, a lot of jelly beans. Like any kind of candy you could think of. And so you would go to the mall, and that was like the one thing you could afford, right? Because you're a kid, so you would yeah, have yeah. like ten dollars to blow on candy, and you would get your Sweet Factory bag, and then that would fuel. Your mall trip. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds amazing. I think yeah. I had like a candy thing, but it wasn't. Oh, my, sorry, my watch thinks I'm, oh, my watch just, <laughs> stop listening to me. <laughs> my watch is saying everything that I'm saying. Stop it. <laughs> Your watch was like stoked on this sweet factory. Let's this get is when some. The ro- you know what? This is when the robots turn on us when they're like, candy when they finally can well, taste candy yeah. this is when they're gonna be like this is what you've been holding out <laughs> you feed me oil how dare you <laughs> no I mean I worked in um, I worked at like the candy counter in college in our bookstore they had a candy counter oh. and so that was just like so dangerous because I was just like fucking eating it constantly <laughs> and then when I got fired and they were like um we have video of you eating candy by the <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had that video. I know. I feel like you should have been given that video. In all fairness, no, yeah. If you're oh. fired, if you're fired because of video evidence, they have to give you the video evidence. You gotta. I let denied, me have it. denied, 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 and they couldn't. <laughs> they couldn't catch me. <laughs> I just love you, chipmunkin like orange slices. <laughs> the and back. it was like funny because it had some of the old. It was like some of the. It was like all. What are those? Um, Jordan almonds, like old lady. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Candies. But I like them. And so like Yeah. Uh, those are, I don't, I'm not a fan. Okay. But it was like everyone had their specific thing that they would come in for. And like so there was like the Jordan Allman lady and like the mm. Turtles lady and Yeah. <laughs> I like you know is it real real uh, rare candy. I like um they're like raspberries. It's like a black and a and a red one. Mm. And they have oh, the yeah. tiny little balls all over them. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you never see them, but whenever I do, oh baby. It's it's that's that's like a um uh, a Cracker Barrel is the only place to ever find them, I think. Yeah, or like a Harry and David. I could see those being in like a gift yeah. basket. But you're right. Mm-hmm. Those, I think, because one thing that's really obviously important with candy is texture. Yes. Um, oh, and those have a perfect. very fun texture because it's chewy on the inside, but those balls give it that fun kind of like yeah. rough, almost like caviar feeling. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. those shits are good. Those shits Oof. are good. I love those. I'm a big fan of the, the, like, the candy orange slices too. That's my number <laughs> one candy of all. And I find them very rarely, but ooh, baby, that is. Mm, Have you had thing. the orange sticks at Trader Joe's? Mm, I don't know what that is. 
Oh, wait, sorry. Are you saying the chocolate covered ones or just? Oh, no, no, just, just the candy oranges. Oh, the, gotcha. Those okay, like okay. orange slices that have like the white kind of oh, like rind yeah. on it. They have those at Trader Joe's. Don't tell me I'm that. I'm sorry to tell uh, you. They do. I'm sorry. It's right by the nuts. It's right by the nuts. Yep. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> well, great. Cool. Guess I know where I'm going after this. <laughs> okay. Let's introduce our guest so we can all go get some candy because now I need it. Yes, um, please. She's a super funny comedian writer based out of L.A. She's written for the New York Times, Vanity Fair, and W Magazine. And she's just great. We had a great hang with her. So please enjoy our session with Maddie Connors, everyone. So let's just jump into hanging out with our guest, Maddie Connors. Hi. Hello. How are you guys? Hi, Maddie. Doing I'm pretty good. Wet. <laughs> We're yeah. wet. We're wet. And not a, not a hot way. No. I really could assume you'd taken a shower. That looks that's insane. Isn't that crazy? I parked like probably 10 cars away from my office and I look like a literal rat who's been like swimming in the sewers all night. And we're yeah, like not no an umbrella town, you know? No. We're not no. like, you guys have umbrellas? I do. I, I do, but I like don't use it. Like I brought it out to the show last night, but I was like, I'm walking to a I'm not gonna get this out just to walk like half a block. So Yeah. I don't like, know whether anyone's rain. using it. I got Daddy, a raincoat. Yeah. I have an umbrella. There is something to me like very embarrassing about using it. I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> to, like to like pop it open. I feel like a little drama. It feels it's like you did your homework. Yeah. 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 It yeah, gives yeah, yeah. a little Mary Poppins. It gives a little mm-hmm. parasol. It's like teacher's pet vibe, but yeah. to the weather. hundred <laughs> well, percent. I mean, I think there's a reason why P Diddy. I'm sorry. I don't remember his new name, but it's okay. Um, it's fine. <laughs> There's he the has joint roller. He has the joint roller, and he has a guy who only holds his umbrella. And I think it's because it's like, yeah, you feel a little silly. <laughs> are those are those two separate guys? Yes. yes. Is it the same guy? Oh, I love that. What an economy he's built. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, he's providing jobs. Okay. Yeah, that's a real job creator. Yeah. I love that. You know, I have to say the joint roller thing. I- People, my mom, like people my mom's age are always giving me shit for how bad I roll joints. They're like, nobody your age knows how to roll a joint. And it's true. Like I, for how much pot I smoke, you guys would not believe how bad my joints are. Like I would (laughs) love to have a professional on the team. Mm, I think we should uh, manifest that that for ourselves on the um, Lady to Lady Payroll 2023. (laughs) Yeah, let's get a joint roller or a tobacco roller. No, it's legal here. It's fine. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to do a Patreon level just for providing a joint roller. Yeah, just to get us a joint roller, please help us out. And if the rain, this rain keeps going, I am going umbrella holder. They're going to have to run between each three of our places, but we'll figure (laughs) it out. On New Year's Eve, I was like walking around to a party and I did not have an umbrella. So I just put my purse over my head and I was like, I look insane. And it's like, <laughs> covering me, it's like this much. <laughs> yeah, it really like fucked with New Year's Eve because you it was just, you know. Yeah, everywhere. everyone was like, we're not going to go anywhere. I think New Year- this was a big like, you stay with the people you live with New Year's, I think. <laughs> <laughs> or it seemed it, it felt it felt like it based on everyone I knew, or maybe we're just getting older. I, bur- I, don't know. I burrowed, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it was that. Can I say though? I feel sometimes that I am literally the only person on this planet that likes New Year's Eve. <laughs> I mean, I I, I did in 1998. <laughs> I don't have any friends that like New Year's Eve. Everyone's always like, I'll be like, what are you guys doing for New Year's? And everyone's like, oh. What? Uh, 
I guess I'll do. I don't know. Well, I, I don't think know. It, I think it's just that like it's like the St. Patrick's vibe of you're just like, yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. a lot of people going hard that you might not necessarily want to deal with. And so I think that that you just want to avoid the, you know, the like the outside mad- world. Sometimes like the madness can be a little too much. And that's, that's what just they what all I want say. To avoid. Yeah. yeah, that's what mm-hmm. they all say. <laughs> I have this embarrassing like college age fantasy that one day we can go to like a great Gatsby's inspired like New Year's Eve party. <laughs> 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 like, stuff falling I was stuff. just thinking, <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about that because like I'm turning 40 this year and I was and I'm starting to be like, all right, what the fuck do I want my like party to be like and i was like do i want to do a theme but then that's just like it's so much to like put a theme on people i feel like a new year's theme is good because that's like a people want to dress up anyway so i think that's like you need to combine them you know Mm -hmm. so great gatsby that would be fun a 20s 20s style and i also feel like the series eve i went to like a girl's apartment and i was fully like dressed in sequins and i'm like this is so embarrassing (laughs) to show up to like yeah yeah, yeah, you gotta stand in a line if you're in sequins. We don't have for enough options, yeah. though. We don't have enough opportunities to wear that sequins. Like, I want to wear mm-hmm. glittery shit. It's true, and sequins do require a venue. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah you don't want to be in sequins the, in your home. Not just the cheese board downstairs, which is what my New Year's was. <laughs> yeah, I wore sequins at home on uh, New Year's 2020 or 2021, and that like felt like the only time they should you're be like, worn indoors. This is not happening again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It and is funny to like put on like a bodysuit and then go to like a party where it's like open micers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're like, body, that's what they look like. I didn't know. <laughs> it's always fun to, yeah, to sh- show your peers how hot you can really be. And then they're like, they like, don't yeah. I like cannot comprehend. <laughs> so Maddie, you're in Vermont right now? I'm in Vermont. I'm in Bennington, Vermont. Ooh, um, what's the scene? It's, so, it's very cold. Not enough snow. I was like planning to go skiing mm. when I was here, but there's like no snow. Um, mm. It's just cold. Damn, but it's been fun. That's fucked. That feels like a ripoff. Like you should at least get yeah. snow to look at. It's going to be cold. Did For you get, real. Did you, have, are you just there right now? Like, did you get to see any of the fall time no, the foliage and so oh, okay. i took a train oh. from penn station i was like it's gonna look like sweden on my way up here i thought it was gonna be like snow everywhere and instead it was just like dying trees and like fog yeah there's that real like the, yeah, the, a window. the difference between the foliage and then the like dying trees <laughs> yes <laughs> it's, it's like black sad. trees <laughs> yeah <laughs> She's so so getting out to like clear the clear the air, get out of the city for a minute, be a country mouse. Or I was saying, so during the pandemic, I got low residency MFA, which was insane, and I'm finally finishing it, and so I'm here for a week. Nice, um, and then we can go back to LA. So it's been like very. It's, I feel like I'm like in a little farm. It's, it feels very like Spawn Ranch. It's like all these like beautiful girls with long hair walking around. It's <laughs> <laughs> like such it is such a fancy. I what I love about this campus is zero plastic, and so mm. if you like go to get coffee, you have to bring your own mug, and they won't give you plastic, which oh. is a big culture shock. That's I so love that. What are other things that they do? Like what do you? Can you think of other stuff they do? That's so cool. I mean, I feel like it'd be it, great if more places did that. They have like a general store, and if you want like pasta or grains, you have to bring mason jars. I love wow. that. Wow. I it's really that. cool. Every time I'm here, I'm like, oh, I'm going to incorporate that back into my own life when I get back to LA. And then I'm just like back to iced coffee every day. <laughs> like my <laughs> Of course. <laughs> yeah. It, it balances out, I guess. 
Yeah. <laughs> it feels like all the, you just have to take a plane to the East Coast every few months, and then your carbon footprint will be. <laughs> I feel like there. That's good to know because there's got to be a way for me to use these mason jars that are sitting in my house. You know, they're just they're just in the cupboard. So no, I'm no, just no. Gonna, I'm just gonna start bringing them into the store and be like, give it to me in this. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you, you buy something, you unload the plastic thing into the mason jar in your home. And then right. you throw the plastic wrapping away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. all of the TikToks I follow. Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. TikTok saving the world. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, okay, this is just whatever. We all know that the that internet brain is real and it's annoying. Um, but it's just so funny the things that people get upset at people about on like TikTok mm-hmm. when the the ones who I follow who are like some of the big influencers who are like organizing whatever, quote unquote. The, the, I'm like you're not mad at this person for obviously just like wasting you know what I mean like yeah. they're obviously wasting so much stuff but they don't show it on camera so therefore mm-hmm. they don't get shit for it of course yeah so right. I'm just like oh just drives me crazy I saw somebody this this woman I follow who does she does Dollar Tree dinners so she really tries to like show people how to like make good meals out of like you know inexpensive in- ingredients and mm-hmm. she's really like I think doing a service to a lot of people who don't have access to like a lot of fresh food and stuff um, Yeah. and somebody got like really mad at her for <laughs> for na- for saying that something was a different name than it is like they made a whole <laughs> video and I was just like this oh is wild God. people are just like really going off people are losers it's so I saw this insane. TikTok where this person <laughs> This guy was, like, joking about how he goes to his parents' house and, like, steals toilet paper, which is just, like, clearly a joke. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then people in the comments were like, you're awful. You're mooching off your parents. <laughs> right. The not getting jokes part is where you're like, oh, no. Joylessness. I know. I had a tweet the other day that was, like, something to the effect of, like, in terms of Avatar, if I want to pay $40 to watch something that looks cool and doesn't make sense, I'll just do drugs. A joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A joke. <laughs> and then somebody, a man, commented... Where are you going to movies that cost $40? And it's like, it's called Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, Two tickets is easily $40. One ticket. By the time you park and get a popcorn, like it's $40. Yeah, yeah, with snacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, I was being slightly hyperbolic for the purpose of humor. Of course. It's just funnier to say 40 than 30. And then somebody else commented IMAX. And then he, this motherfucker commented again, at, in San Antonio, the IMAX is $25. Oh Any theater where you're paying $40, you should not be buying a ticket to. And it's like, actually, now you can seriously go fuck yourself. You don't <laughs> tell me how much I'm going to pay for a movie. If I want to waste $40 <laughs> on a movie, <laughs> shut I up. think that you, I think that like I was being hyperbolic for the sake of comedy is just basically the what we need, like the yeah. auto response yeah. at this point. Is just, yeah, for that's real. That's all it needs to be. Yeah. Just, that's that my, man, my away yeah. message. No. Was that man James Cameron trying to neg you into going to see his yeah. movie? All right. Perfect. Yeah. Do you guys feel like Twitter? I feel like every time I tweet, I get a response like that. And I'm like, at some point, I just have to disengage. I feel like I'm kind of done with Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. feel like I've been talking to a lot of people who feel similar. Like, it's like I just don't want to engage with this anymore. No, it's truly so toxic at this point like i was talking to a friend who hasn't been on social for like at least five years maybe more probably Mm -hmm. like any social and he was just like i'm just so negative and it's all negativity and i can't afford to like 
have that in my brain yeah. all the time. And I was just like, I don't think it's so funny that I didn't think about it like that because you you don't mm. think it's all negative because it's a lot of like, wow, I like I watch a lot of puppy dogs or like animals being yeah, rescued yeah. or cute moments, but that's like three percent. The rest mm-hmm. of it truly is people having the most negative take they could have and just attacking people for like weird little shit. So it's just like, oh, you're right. It's so bad. Yeah. And I will also say like the algorithm is showing itself a bit too much. Like I'll tweet one joke about the housewives and then my whole feed will be housewives. Like, right. So it's, it's kind of, I mean, I'm thankful for it because it is making me less addicted. Yeah. Yeah. You can't put me in a box, Elon. (laughs) Yeah. The Elon Musk algorithm has gone from wine to toilet wine is kind of what it feels like. (laughs) It's really, (laughs) there's been a a real decline in quality. (laughs) Yeah. He is just fully like a monkey throwing shit at himself. That's like how I see him in my brain. Even yeah. like the little views you, you can see on Twitter now makes it look like everything's bombing because yes. like a million people saw this and like oh, 30 yeah. It's like, it oh, that's cracks insane. me up. I yes. love I love when I'll tweet something that I'm just like, mm, that was a little bit of a truth. And I was like, oh, nobody, you're all cowards. You couldn't <laughs> like it. I get it. <laughs> well, and it's stupid because it's like, did you not get what we were all addicted to? That was yeah. uh, the reassurance. Likes. Yeah. The likes. We, we want yeah. love. Yeah. <laughs> we're searching for love. Yes. If you don't, if, if, if people don't know <laughs> what we're saying, basically Twitter has this thing now where you can see how many people viewed your tweet. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times it never stacks up to how many people actually liked it or retweeted it so like i'll yeah i'll literally write a joke that has 40 likes and we'll have four thousand views and you're like cool 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah cool do you guys well, like your- all these people yes, people are seeing it <laughs> exposure guys exposure it's great for exactly you. exactly are you guys slutty likers yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah i like i like mo- if i'm like if i have a feeling of like then I will like it. Me too. But not, I don't need to love it. If it's some, or also if it's something that I want to be able to find again, I'll like it. Like I like mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of stuff. I, I, and I never, I never go back and look, but. Yeah. Um, I don't stop myself. Like I'm not like, yeah. I'm not, but I also feel like I don't see a lot of, sh- the, again, the algorithm like fucks with you. So I feel like sometimes I just literally won't see someone's Twitter for like a year. Then I'll be like, oh shit, mm-hmm. I, they never show up. I feel bad. I've never mm-hmm. liked their yeah. stuff, but that's not my fault, obviously. I yeah. sometimes will like stand-up clips without watching them. And I think a lot of people do that. If I like like the comedian, I'm like, yeah. great. Of course. Yeah. Same. I'm like, here, support. I'm not going to watch yeah. this, yeah. but I'll like, I just you. like you as a person. <laughs> Boop, heart. <Yeah. laughs> or yeah, if I can exactly. like tell it's funny, I'm like, great. But I'm like, yeah. not going to watch it. <laughs> no, I'll see this joke IRL. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's also funny when someone's like in their Instagram stories being like, Johnny from Chicago, so funny. It's like you watch a clip and it's like them bombing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know. When people post clips of them bombing online, I'm like, brave, so brave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of stuff. Brave. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's like, it's like, oh, the, the, the standard I hold myself to is much higher than it needs to be. Oh, great. Yes. Cool. I'm constantly reminded of that. And yet I still cannot force myself to look through any of those sets and post them. <laughs> Oh yeah. I guess like, what's the what's the logic behind posting something of you bombing that just that'll get likes? I think I don't so. think they think they're bombing. So I think that they are just like I think it's a quantity over quality thing. I think that they're mm-hmm. just like I need to because the more you put up there, the algorithm does favor you. So I think it's just like I just want to put up as much as possible. Yeah, I had a friend that consulted with a, a 
a, a like a person that lived in an influencer house, and they said only post reels Monday, Wednesday, Friday, eleven a.m. to one p.m. Uh, specific. Those are the best times, and if you do that consistently for four months, you'll get like fifty thousand followers. Like that. That's really? what they. Yeah, that's what they said. Basically, they were like, "This is and this is the only thing you should do. Don't post anything else on your main feed, but fill your stories with stuff." And right. um, you know, it's like there I know it is, that everybody. Now, I hey. Send us five bucks for that information. <laughs> yeah. Am I going to do it? No, but, yeah, but at least I know, know it. It's there. Good for, it's, good for it's that good information. To, it's good to know I could do that. It, just fo- guys, follow us because we're just trying to be humans online. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, my posting, it's like so funny because I feel like I worked so hard to build up a Twitter following. And like now I just like, I can't really think of, jo- I don't have it on my phone anymore. So I don't, the mm-hmm. jokes that come to me, like I don't have, like if I write them down, if I don't write them down, they're gone, you know? And so yeah. it's just like, I feel like, God, I worked so hard, but it's like, I have so little like impetus to actually like try anymore. Well, also once up. like the threat of it being taken away the way that it was, where it's like, oh, well, I need to emotionally disconnect from this app because, right. you know, the fact that it could just disappear. I don't need to feel this, <laughs> you know, this panic right. more than once. Right. I wish it would. <laughs> Yeah. I also feel like when I started using Twitter, people were like, you can get a writing job from your Twitter. And it's yes. like, I know people with like 100,000 followers. Like, I've never once been offered yeah. a writing job or like professional anything from Twitter. Yeah. Remember with, those like, days? Yeah. yeah. Like me right. either. But then yeah. I will say this. I've never, I don't think I've gone. Have I? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But uh, I will say like rant. That is more than anything else. Like people that I don't see often will, be, will tell me like, oh, I like that tweet of yours. Like I, I don't mm-hmm. realize that people are actually reading my tweets. And then I'm like, I think people do. Uh, maybe if it doesn't directly give you a writing job, I think it can remind people like I'd be writing. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good to just stand in front of their faces. Well, I think it can be like so. It's so funny with like stand. And do, after doing comedy for a long time, you kind of like have this. At least for me, I get I'm like people just don't think of you unless you are in front of their yeah. face. There's too yeah, much right. going on mm-hmm. for people to mm-hmm. consider you if you're literally not in their vision all the time and it can be really frustrating because you're like i've worked my fucking ass off and no one's thinking Mm -hmm. about me but it's the truth so it's like yeah you just have to like keep that shit up so someone's like oh right i think of you when i think of you know someone to Mm -hmm. hire but that's so Mm -hmm. it's so much work to like constantly do it (sighs) i'm like (laughs) the same i'll have like friends complain be like i haven't been booked in six months and it's like you don't go to parties you don't go to mics like you don't go to shows like no one sees you no one's seeing it's you. It's true. Yeah. It's well, true. that's where I was. I was like, why am I not getting booked? And I was like, oh, because I'm staying inside 24 hours a day. <laughs> that's also could be why it's happening. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's rough out there. Yeah. I, I can't I, believe. No, sorry, I, I can't believe. I can't believe nobody is picking up the energy of me in a robe, just staring at my past calendars, <laughs> celebrating my successes in the dark from 2012. Uh, no one's feeling that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just twirling and looking at old planners <laughs> and what the magic they held. <laughs> the few times I've like done the embarrassing, embarrassing act of being like, I'd like work. Oh yeah, which is the worst thing to do. Mm-hmm. It has resulted in it a few help. things. So, like, it is worth saying it, yeah. but, man, you feel like a real horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, 
I like to throw a little thread on it. I like to go, hey, uh, if you don't want me in your inbox a million times, how about you book me right now? <laughs> so I don't, <laughs> and then That's I good. get a couple that- of, yeah. <laughs> I will bother you or you could just book me. <laughs> right. Sometimes it works. <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to be in New York next week. And so my friends are like, you just have to do it. You have to post like an Instagram story. Be like, I want to do shows. And so mm-hmm. I was like, be in New York, want to do shows. Did not get a single booking, but all like loser reply guys were like, let me get you a drink when you're here. Oh, uh, classic. Uh, classic. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. the, oh, the worst. Oh just, my God. Like a guy I knew from like seven years ago being like, do you want to get dinner when you're in town? It's like, no, no, I want to. Something very like, I literally like I barely when I go to, to like New York, I'm like, I barely have time to like meet up with people I know. I'm not hanging out with you. <laughs> right. 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 Because right. also I feel like New York, I mean, every if LA gets a bad reputation for being a schlep, but New York is like a super schlep. So like you really have to be strategic mm-hmm. about who you're gonna hang out with there. And this is it's not like a like. We're not just dropping dinners willy-nilly. You have to earn yes. that. You have to earn a spot on the New York itinerary. And this isn't going to happen to an Instagram story reply guy. You're not taking the L train for a reply guy. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel w- like in New York, so, like to your point, you can only do like three to four things a day mm-hmm. because it takes like yeah. 30 minutes to get anywhere. And I guess it's true about LA too, but it feels like you have less control in New York. That's it. Yeah. You have yeah. to have a bigger buffer, I think, in New York yeah. because you could just get like dropped off in Flatbush. Yeah, you who knows where the fuck you'll end up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could also get a phone call in on the drive here. Like that's a fourth thing. And then, you know, you listen to a podcast at 1.5 speed. That's a fifth <laughs> thing. And then, you know, you're checking your email on the way home on the car. I mean, we all you know, we, we see who's out there driving. No one is looking at the road. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so scary. Like, you just it's look terrifying. over and everyone's always looking. Everyone's always just looking down. And I'm like, everyone. <laughs> I hate it. Come on, man. Bus drivers. When I'm in LA and I'm on a crosswalk, I feel self-conscious that people are just, like, staring at me. And then when you look over, they're actually just looking at their phone. Like, no one yeah. at stoplight is looking at you. No. Well, yeah. you know what they're doing? They're texting, being like, damn, this girl crossing is hot. <laughs> so feel good about it yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> all right we're gonna take the l train and buy maddie a drink right now we'll be right back hey everybody welcome back to lady to lady i'm brandy babs and i'm tess and we're here with Maddie Connors. Play a little game. Here we go. Hey, Blinken's my dad. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's so random. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. I didn't make it up. Oh, my <laughs> God. I can't. It's just like. I mean, That's so random. So random. So freaking random. It really honestly is. So freaking random. That's so, so random. Telling you right now, it's so random. I can't even. That's a random. My God. Random. All right. Um. Wait. What is your go-to song to serenade someone with? Ooh. <laughs> I don't like karaoke, but mm. if I, I'd say if it makes you happy, which is not really romantic, but I think That's it's a great song. Oh, great song no. that is a good song. <laughs> Cheryl Crow that. is yeah. like really left a mark on our culture. <laughs> I feel like she's yeah. not around 
anymore. It makes me sad. I know. Or I just don't see her. Yeah. What do you like, think that it's like an ageism thing? I don't know because Dolly Parton is still pretty much like around. There's a lot of people who are getting older who I still feel like are like in the lexicon. I'd like know. to think I'd like to think she's like the MySpace Tom of pop stars, where she just was like cashed in and is just having a nice life. I think I, I, I want so. that for her. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like. Okay, so I know there was like a documentary that came out recently about her, but I don't, it doesn't seem like anyone like watched it. Hmm. <laughs> so come on, Cheryl, <laughs> Cheryl, where are you? And then as I go to her website, the last thing I see is new. Cheryl has released her incredible version of Post Malone's Circles. <laughs> really? So I don't know. Oh, She's no. covering Post Malone. I don't know okay. what's happening. Okay. Yeah. She's I feel out like there. If Gen Z can get on board, they would love Cheryl Crow. If Gen Z yes. is like, I feel like yeah. we're right behind yeah. them discovering Alanis and Cheryl. Yeah. Oh, yes. a million percent. Because it's right. They are obsessed with friends. Yeah, and that's like right in that. It's right there it's so for sure. Funny how, Kate Bush. Yes, Kate Bush. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's so much friends like merch in the world. It's so funny. Like at Joanne Fabrics, they it's just have weird. like a wall of friends merch. And I'm like, what is this? Who's coming to Joanne's and buying friends mugs? Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's weird because I don't. I'm I'm shocked that they like it because I would not think that a lot of the show would hold up very well. Yes. <laughs> you know? I think it's I like know. how, like, I mean, I watched Cheers when I was a teenager. Like, I think those kind of sitcoms are, like, good yeah. comfort watches because, like, things that feel like they're slightly of a different era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the comfort watch aspect, even though I'm, yeah, so much of it is, like, problematic rewatching it. But you're like, it's of its time. And yeah, then you yeah. just kind of like, it's fine. Courtney Cox is in a fat suit. <laughs> that was like her main character trait when she. That was young. like the joke is that she used to be fat. The two right. biggest running jokes on Friends are that Monica used to be fat and that Ross married a woman who then married a woman. Those are the yes. two biggest jokes. Wow, they love like, oh, les- oh, lesbian oh. jokes in that era. That was like everyone's <laughs> bread and butter. And the joke was just like lesbians, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I'm so curious. I have not seen Will and Grace in like 10 years, and I'm so curious to see like totally how it holds up. Oh, yeah. I, I bet you it's very similar. Question. I bet you it's like a similar kind of. It's thing. probably like fine for a while, and then there's once an episode you go, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. There's one, one episode, probably. I, like like Mary- I remember she- the jokes being really sharp on Will and Grace. Like, I think I just love Megan Mullally. It's very well written. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah. Incredible. And didn't Harry Connick Jr. like become Will's or not Will fucking Grace's husband in it or something? Yeah. I love it for that. I'm a Harry Connick Jr. stan. (laughs) I didn't have a stan, but he's a very sexy man. (laughs) He's very sexy and uh, I just support him in all his endeavors. I'm kind of sad. Any songs besides the one? He's got a lot of stuff. Wait, besides which one? Oh, the one from. Yeah. No, I mean, his. The wicked game we play. Wait, is that Harry? No, that's not Wicked Game. It's Chris <laughs> Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> but they have a similar like rockabilly. Like there's a vibe to them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Harry Connick Jr. is a little bit more like big band era, a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, no, he's got like a really good Christmas album. He just came and did a Christmas thing here, and I'm kind of sad to go. And oh. then he's got <laughs> he's got some really weird concept albums that I have actually listened to that are uh, strange. All right. I like that. I love a concept album. Yeah. 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 Go for it. Brent Spiner has a weird one too. Uh, Data. He does? Data from Star Trek. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got like a weird 1940s one, which is kind of fun. <laughs> that tracks. That tracks. Um, Harry Connick Jr., I just think of uh, Independence Day as like, I think, where I how I know him the most. And That's what I kind of love about him is he kind of like randomly just shows up in a yeah. lot of shit. And you're like, all right, mm-hmm. cool. You're here. Okay. Uh, Maddie, what <clears throat> is the wackiest thing you ever did to help a friend? The wackiest thing. I'm so wacky. I love to help and be wacky. I feel like there's a, like an obvious one I can't even think of, but I'd say the most immediate thing would be like a weird guy talking to a friend or like a friend's on a bad date. I'll mm. intervene. I think that's like the most obvious one. That's when, important. Are you like there? Are you there like watching already or what? No, I think like the time that like a big group of girls have gone to a bar and like right. a weird guy kind of like separates one from the herd. <laughs> I just got my period and I have to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> or just have like a big swing. Actually, I don't know if this is helping my friend out, but so I went to a wedding last year. Me and my friend were supposed to go and we booked a room together because we're both guests at the wedding. And then during that time, she got back together with her ex-boyfriend Mm-hmm. And so he, her, and I stayed in a room together. Ooh. Wild. <laughs> I was saying it was like, like I was like helping her, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> you were being generous. I'll say that. You were being nice. Yes. Like, yeah. That is a I don't know what even if there's no like hanky pinky, like sharing a room with a couple is like ugh. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, because you're like, oh, you'd like to see each other naked right now. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's like, I think even beyond that, it's like more just like being in a couple's intimate space in that way where it's like, you know what I mean? Just it's Mm -hmm. too much. Like you you shouldn't be seeing like how they interact in a bathroom, you know? Yeah. Yes. I don't want to watch you brush your teeth together. Yeah, it's it's, it's a lot. No, we're doing... um, I can't remember when this is coming out before. I think, okay, so we're doing Sketchfest, whatever, before this will come out. Um, But Adam was like, I really want to drive up the coast. And like, he kind of like kept being asking if he could come. And I was like, no, honey. I was like, this is like comedy. I was like, we have a hotel room. Like, I don't know where you would go. You're not going to be in the hotel room with us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, you could drive up and fly back yourself if you wanted in one day. I'm like, like, you can go up and like, but I'm going to be like doing, it was just a funny thing where I was like, I'm not going to be like, hey guys, is it okay if Adam stays in the room with us? (laughs) (laughs) Be pretty funny. (laughs) We've never brought a boy with us on any of our shows. No. Mm -mm. No. No boys allowed. It's a girls only club. (laughs) Do you you feel like your boyfriend Adam is like, can chill with girls or do you think like he fits into your friend group well yeah he's a very like very chill very sweet guy but it's more just like you know it's just no matter what if there is working it's a different vibe yeah and it's also it's like a work thing i was like i'm gonna just be like running around the whole time i'm not gonna be able to like hang out you know right um but yeah i think it's just more you know what it is it's like anytime you're like it's a bunch of girls and you add a, like a dude in there unless maybe it's a gay guy but like a straight guy just added in it's like no this is not what the vibe we're going for <laughs> yeah <laughs> there are those boyfriends and husbands that really can hang with I would say Adam has a good girl yeah, hang. hang oh mm-hmm. thank yeah I mean yeah. he you know is a, is definitely like that guy for sure but yeah for sure I'm not gonna but for me it's come. like the things I want to talk about are not yeah. gonna, are gonna be <laughs> 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 but I, I love you honey but you can't come 
when people are like, oh, can I come to your show to hang out? It's like, oh, I'm like stressed out and I'm like, I don't have like the bandwidth to like talk and get drinks and like chat. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like always stressful because you're just like, yeah. oh, or you're like, I have to run to something else. Like, I literally have no time or whatever it is. It's just like, I'm I know working. it is basically somebody being like, I'm going to come to your office and like watch you. <laughs> right. Exactly. And they don't really really if they're not a comic or something. They don't really realize what all is going into a show, like especially pre-show where you're just like, OK, I'm making sure everyone's seated. I need to make sure the bartender knows what's up. OK, is, is sound OK? All my people are here. I need to check for credits, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, dude, I will ask you a question. I will not hear the answer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm in like tunnel vision, basically. Yeah, exactly. Talk that being to me said, after. please come to our shows. We love. Yeah, you. please. <laughs> Af- afterwards, afterwards, we can hang out as much as you want by the merch table. Um, no, <laughs> no, we love to hang out afterwards. Just before, it's not. You know, there's. Oh, a lot I feel like on. I'm like in a manic state, just being like, yeah. right, totally. Yeah, well, it's like the hypersensitivity of like what you need to be on stage is like starting to kick in, but then you're like just kind of looking at everything around you. Yeah. And then, you know, I also, I feel a real, uh, a real sensitive pressure to like, if two people that I know are there separately, I'm like, ah, you guys need to talk to uh, each other. stressful. Like, and then the introduction and then be like, well, here's the thing you guys both know about, go. And then I run away <laughs> yeah. and I don't. I don't. I, I've learned. I don't think a lot of people like that. Uh, but I do it. So d- if you don't like that, don't talk to me before a show. <laughs> you don't like it, just stay in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You got do you your guys phone. Like introducing like friends from two different parts of your lives together. That's like I love that. I think you it love always that? depends. I think it always depends on like yeah, it depends on the, the situation. Yeah, and the people. Yeah, I love when it goes well. Like, I love when I can successfully merge groups or, like, that to me was one of the best parts of, like, the whole getting married process was, like, introducing different of my friend groups because now I feel like in the rest of my adult life, if I want to take a girl's trip, I can mix and match. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was thinking about, yeah, like, your birthday last year and how fun that was being with all the, like, different, like, tests you know, friends. So yeah, I think it's like, cruise. and especially when people get married and then you see that people again later on, it's like, oh, cool. You kind of have this like previous, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Previous experience doing mushrooms with them. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, you're all my friends. So you're all going to have previous experience. <laughs> um, I don't, I will say though, I don't, I'll never intentionally romantically set up two of my friends again. Oh, you've done it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Yeah, it was so long ago. It was like over a decade ago. Uh, but I set up one of my girlfriends with this really cute guy who I worked with who was an actor. My bad. Oh, boy. Oh, he was boy. like so cute and so nice. And she went on a date with him and they ended up hooking up. And while they were hooking up, this guy started barking at her like a dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like could, what? What kind of dog? Like a yippy dog? Like it was like, like a, a. She did it for me. It was like a. And she's like, like naked. Scrappy. She's like naked, and this guy's like. And like she's like nervously laughing, like doesn't know how to get out of this situation. She's like, "This is like the funniest, weirdest, scariest thing that's ever happened oh, to me." You can't just drop that on somebody. No, no, <laughs> no. But if is, you have is a it... fetish, you need to prepare whoever you're with. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So I'll never do it again. Yikes! I one time this guy tried to set me up with one of his friends, and then his friend. Like DM me on Instagram came in so hard, and I was like not into it. And then I kind of slowly was like, I'm sorry, I realize I'm not in the same. Like I'm not in a place to date. And then now I feel awkward running to the other guy because yeah. it's like 
and like that wasn't really the vibe or like I didn't love right right like, I do feel like it gets like complicated or like yeah kind of, like, of course mm-hmm. exactly but it's yeah. like I get the impetus there because you're like if you two just met it you know it yes. could be great yeah, yeah I had this um Adam had this friend who I wanted to hook up with one of my friends and I was like they're both from Jersey they're both like I just feel like they'll be a good match and so I kind of like was like hey what do you think about this guy and she was like oh I fucked his old his older brother and I was like okay <laughs> that's the most new jersey answer you could get actually a perfect jersey answer <laughs> yeah it's like yeah, well, we can pass on that well, but never i think that shows that your instincts are good because you were like definitely getting Same the right family. vibe yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah this, this dna would look good together great <laughs> okay maddie This is one we've asked before, but I think it's always a a good one to ask. What are some red flags to watch out for in daily life? In friends and people or guys? Yeah, I think in general, just whatever. Just in people. Yeah, whatever. I feel like I can think of this one a lot because I feel like I go on dates with guys who don't have a lot of friends. Mm. And I think to me, that's kind of a red flag when like I'm texting with a guy and like, what day do you want to get drinks? And he's like, I'm free any day this week. I'm like, that's, that's weird. <laughs> but yeah. I think a lot of guys I know don't have that many friends. And I think that's yeah. like a red flag because like you want to invest in someone who has like a full life. Right, so right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like a big one. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, dare I say, that's a red flag that is like guy wide. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so there was like a New York Times article about how like men are having a lot of hard time like making friendships right now. Yeah. yeah. I, I know I feel I do feel for them because like I just think like how rich my friendships with like my girlfriends make my life like mm-hmm. I, I I'm so sad that like I there's so it's so nice to go to a nice little meal with your girlfriends and have nice little appetizers and like right. I, I, I can't believe that guys don't do that. They're not sharing apps with anybody. No, they're not just getting a little something for the table with anyone. <laughs> no, I mean, I will say that that when I, so me and Adam met on OkCupid and like I, I was kind of getting, I was like a little nervous because I was like, it was right after Thanksgiving and I said, what did you do? And he was like, no, oh, nothing. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's not, that's not good. <laughs> and like, he and he doesn't like have a huge friend group. He has friends who he's very close with who don't live yeah. in LA. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it did. I mean, it did freak me out. I was a little like, oh, he's a little too available, you know. But he's yeah, yeah. just like turned out to be just like that kind of guy. And I do think that again, like I think it, mm-hmm. it, it like we're saying, it, it is hard for guys to like make those friendships and stuff. But um. It did it give me some pause at first, but then it turned out okay. So sometimes yeah. it does work out, but like that, that is something where it's like, yeah, you can't be, the, you don't want to be their only thing. That's not a good no. way and to as start. As long as you have like some real connections, I think it's like, it doesn't need to be, even be a lot, but as long as you have like, they're like, oh, you have a guy that you can call and like confide emotionally <laughs> to. But yeah, if they're just like, okay. any day, yeah. any time, tell me when. You're like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> like also, that. I don't even use a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, a, yeah, the other nice thing about if they have their own friend group is, like, it's just more gossip for me. You know, like, yeah. I want <laughs> access to new gossip. And yes. Sean is so bad at gossip. Like, he will have awesome gossip, and he'll, like, forget to tell me about it. And then, like, a week later, he'll be like, oh, did you do this thing? I'm like, "How you've known about this for a week, and you didn't immediately text me? <laughs> <laughs> 
God, I didn't think about that. I am the only one bringing gossip to the table, and that is not cool. No. Oh, Adam definitely. Adam's got a. He's got a line on something. Adam, I know you're listening. Figure it out. <laughs> I I would say that's another red flag. Like I have such a gossip, but I feel like when someone like talks shit too early on into getting to know them. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, uh, unless that's like earns. the way that you're bonding, which I think is a lot of, you know, ways it happens. But yeah, that can be like, you gotta like feel that out very preciously. Right, right. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And like, and there's a tip, like it needs to be, gossip needs to be used like truffles, like sparingly. Yes. But like when yeah. you have it, it's so yummy. Yeah. <laughs> like two years ago I tried to make my New Year's resolution that I was going to stop gossiping and then like three days and I was like no no <laughs> I want to know too many crazy people I'm not to stop gossiping in comedy gossiping. there's no exactly. way exactly I mean I will say that it's about difficult. comedy like I think that we really have good gossip it in comedy it, it really feeds us <laughs> like it's like unreal like when I tell people who are not comedy, like what's going on with like certain people, they're like, "Is this person real?" It sounds like it's like un- it's unheard of. <laughs> yeah, it's astonishing. Like, and like we have so few pleasures in this life that don't cost money that aren't being gatekept from us. Like, who are we to deprive ourselves of gossip? Like, I, that's honestly something I used to think of when I was like in super slut mode. Is I was like, "You're welcome, everyone." <laughs> Providing. <I know. laughs> Barbara's always been a giver. Always been a giver. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, just, just talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> okay, we're going to um, take a break. We'll be right back. We're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And I'm Maddie. And we're going to do lady problems. You know the drill. Give us a call, 323-6-BUT-30, or email us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. And we do need lady problems right now, so please, if you have one, hit us up. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them? People have them. Okay, so this one is written in. So I have a problem, actually, too, that makes me feel conflicted about familial duty versus what I desire. You see, my sister has suggested that as a belated Christmas present for my poppy, my grandpa on my mom's side, we recreate this old family photo that was taken 18 or 19 years ago when I was either four or five, like the internet trend where people recreate their old family photos complete with the same expressions. In that photo, I am wearing a purple dress and a headband, and I'm standing there with my cousins. The only problems, I for one have no memory of this photo being taken, nor do I have any desire to want to recreate it. I personally have no interest in this as I view it as kind of a waste of time of being pointless, at times kind of selfish and ridiculous. I don't understand why this is a popular trend. I personally think that we should leave the photo alone and move on with our lives. Also, what's the point in recreating a photo that you have no memory of being taken? 
Thing is, we recently lost my Grammy, my grandma on my mom's side, whom I adore and to whom my poppy was married for 55 years. And the reluctance to recreate this photo has left me feeling guilty for having that sentiment. I'm also the eldest of 15 grandkids, so I have the pressure to do this as part of familial duty, and I feel kind of torn inside about whether going with my gut and standing up for myself or just go along with the family and do it anyway for the sake of my poppy. I feel torn inside and don't know what to do about this. Please help. I mean... I feel like w- w- the 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 negative to positive ratio here. Like, if you yeah. do it, you're gonna have to buy a headband and a t-shirt, and like you're not. I don't think that you doing it is gonna represent any kind of like a degradation of your values or your respect for yourself yeah. or anything. Like, like, I think it's literally, yeah. It might be an annoying day. You might be kind of like annoyed about it the whole time, but like, I don't think it's going to negatively impact your life really to take this picture so i would just do it i mean i think it's one of those things where i yeah it sounds like something where it's like yeah it'll be worth getting over your annoyance if it's going to make your poppy's day which it sounds i'm guessing it will you know i don't know yeah yeah and well i wonder how often do you guys even get the whole family together for photos and stuff like this you know i mean i think for especially when your grandfather's older. He just lost his partner of of how many decades? Like seeing all of his family together in a photo that's kind of silly might really be something that would mean quite a bit to him right now. Um, yeah, and I, as also as far as um, remembering, I don't remember any fucking picture yeah. that was taken. So I don't think it's about that. It's not about being like, remember when we took this photo? Because it's like, who the hell you know remembers that? It's yeah. more just about, I think, you know, it's just about like, the funny, I mean, seeing something side by side of like, oh, my God, look at us as kids and look at us now, yeah. you know, and yeah. mm-hmm. together as a family. Um, so I don't think there's anything where I'm, it's supposed to be you're like m- nostalgic about the photo taking itself. I think yeah. it's definitely one of those situations where you just have to like put aside some personal discomfort for like the betterment of like the family or if it means something to them, it doesn't mean anything to you, then you just go ahead and do it for that reason. Yeah. If it's not, if it's not like we said, like something that's like too negative for you where I don't know, obviously if you have to travel for, I don't know what's involved there or if there's like some family members you really don't want to see or something like that, that's a different story, but you didn't say any of that. So I'm kind of assuming just taking on face value that it's more that you just don't like this trend and you're like, this is stupid. Um, but which in which case, yeah, I would just kind of try to, you know, handle that and do it anyway, because I don't think you'll regret doing it. You know, I don't think yeah, it's something that you're going to be you're like, oh, fuck it. this. Why did I do this? No. Um, And, you know, if they're until if you, you really, send it to us and we put it all over the Internet. Yeah. Until we blast yeah. it on the Internet. <laughs> um, I mean, look, if you really don't want to do it like they could. They, you don't have to. They can do it without you. I've seen people do those photos not with everyone in them. Like, not everyone's always able to get there. But I think if you have the ability, like, think of it as a gift to your grandfather. A really yeah. sweet gift that's one of a kind. I mean, this is not like something you can buy in a store. This is his family. He knows that they put time in to get together to make something, you know. Yeah. And so I think it's a that's thought very that special. Yeah. In a big way, for sure. And I also feel like it feels stupid and trendy right now. But, like, 10 years from now, when certain family members might not be alive to be in the next version of this photo or whatever. You might really be thankful that you have a picture of everybody together as is because you don't know what time holds for anybody. Like, And you know what? He's not going to know it's a trend. He's just going to think it's a cool thing. Like, he's not going to be like, "Um, excuse me, I saw this on TikTok and I'm not a fan. (laughs) 
<laughs> I hope your poppy is like secretly on TikTok. Be yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I also feel like stuff like that that I really re- don't want to do, and I'm like dragging my feet ends up being really fun and surprising. Like I think my yeah. like, forces me to do like gingerbread cookie making or whatever, and I don't want to do it. And then when I'm actually doing, it, I'm like, okay, this is fun and this is like gratifying in some way. A hundred percent. Yeah. I I do think there's a weird mental thing that we do. I don't know anything that's like slightly outside of our comfort zone. I think it's easy to convince Mm -hmm. ourselves like this is dumb. I shouldn't be doing this. Like I should just can't just because it's like you're not used to it or you don't know exactly what it's going to be. So I think your brain can kind of just start telling you that it's a bad idea when, yeah, you're totally right. I think it's just, it's a picture. Like it's going to be fun. I don't know. Like make it, make a day out of it. Like when you go shopping for the headband, treat yourself to, to something else. I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. Get have some, a mimosa. Get some Auntie Anne's at the mall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like my my uncle, uh, or my yeah, my my uncle like used to t- when we used to do Christmas Eve at his house. He would always like we have photos of me and all my cousins on this staircase in birth order from like the time that we were children until the last time we were all together, basically. And it's just like. It's dumb. It's an annoying thing. We would always roll our eyes when we would right. do it every year, but it meant a lot to my uncle. And like, honestly, whenever those pop up in my like Facebook memories and stuff now, I'm always like, oh, oh, wow. Look how young we were in those photos and stuff. It's just like, it was annoying in the moment, but like, you know, it's, I do appreciate having that stuff to look back at. Corny shit is like fine when you get, when you get older and you look back, you're like, oh, I'm glad I did that dumb corny thing. It's nice. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think the older I get, the more I'm like, very appreciative for the moments that my mom did make us take photos yeah. that we didn't want to take or whatever it is. For sure. You know, there's this, <laughs> this picture when we first moved to Salt Lake, we like rented this house that had this like big backyard and my dad was really obsessed with Stevie Ray Vaughan and like Stevie Ray Vaughan died and he made us all t- put on Stevie Ray Vaughan shirts and like stand in the, <laughs> in the snow in our backyard and take some like weird photo. And it's oh one my of my God. favorite pictures because it's just such a funny photo of all of us wearing these, these shirts and like this time when we just moved to this new place and you know, like I'm sure I didn't want to take that picture at all, but like yeah, I'm really glad not. that he made us do that, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I love that. <laughs> How have we never seen this photo? That photo sounds amazing. I got a, it's very close by. It's very cute. It's a really funny picture. Um, my brother has full on like 90s mullet hair. It's great. Ha ah, ah. When I was a teenager, I, like, didn't want photos of me taking because I was so, like, self-conscious about my body and the way I looked and, like, what I was wearing. And then now I'm, like, I would love if there was, like, more photos of me when I was 15 and, like, a big Jordy doesn't sure. Like, that would be so cool yeah. if I could have that. And I regret not letting people take photos of me. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. I feel like I don't have, like, any photos of me around that time. And I'm, like, what the fuck? Because yeah. it was before... We, I, yeah. I think until we all got iPhones, that was when we started keeping pictures. Like, even my photos, because I was a little bit late to the iPhone game. So, like, even the shit I took on my old droids is gone forever, I think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I, I got a, a Polaroid for Christmas, like, two years ago. And it's the, my favorite gift I've gotten in forever because I bring it everywhere. I love taking pictures with it. I love just, like, I also love that you can't edit it and you can't take a million photos of it. Where it's just like, no, this is, like, what that moment was. Yeah. And I think, like, sometimes this was something that ha- has happened a lot with my family where I feel like my parents, like, they don't they don't like taking pictures of themselves because they're like, no, I still need to like lose 20 pounds or or whatever to be the way that I want to be in this photo. And I'm like, dude, this memory is happening now. Like be in the picture or don't like, you know, I'm not, you know, and and I think it's just important. 
as as much like documentation of your life as as you can have with these like silly little things that means a lot like going forward because it's like you know I wish I had I do not have a lot of photos of my family especially as we've gotten older mm-hmm. you know and it's like it would be great if we did but we don't and you can't go back in time and fix that and hey yeah. if someone doesn't like how they look go to Fiverr find someone to photoshop it because that's what yeah. I, did, I did with my yeah. <laughs> some people didn't like how they looked at my parents 50th like s- celebration yeah. I was like cool I'm just gonna facetune this <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> we have the technology now. Yeah. We do have the tech. The tech is available. You can remember how you looked in how you Hang wanted up. to look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, let us know. You know, I mean, I I think, yeah, just bite the bullet and go for it. It's difficult to find things to go give a grandparent, yes. especially a granddad. This is a thing that would probably make him really happy. I think, I think, I think do it. Yeah, go for it. I say go for it. Yeah. Treat yourself. Yeah. Go for it. Have fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. In my test hacks would be things like take an edible before. Yeah. Yeah. Make um, it enjoyable for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Take, make it enjoyable for yourself. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there you go. Um, Maddie, this has been so much fun. Thank you for hanging with us. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was so fun. It was great to catch up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good to see you. Um, let everybody will find you. Yeah. Go ahead. Know where they can find you online and find your stuff and where to see you. Um, I'm on Instagram at underscore at underscore Maddie Connors underscore, I think. Sweet. Sweet. Perfect. Oh yeah, we'll link it at all the stuff. Um, all right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Thanks, guys. everyone. Thank you. Three, two, three, six but thirty. It's six but thirty somewhere. Hi ladies. Um, I'm first time caller. I'm longtime listener, and I was just listening to um the one that just dropped yesterday on the 21st, I believe, of December, um, and the one caller was worried about, you know, ever finding someone, and she just didn't want to be alone anymore, and, you know, you guys all said it, but I just wanted to reiterate to her that sometimes it takes a long time to find that person. I felt the same way, and I didn't find my now husband until I was already, geez, um, I think I was almost 30, and if it makes you feel any better, one of our really good friends, um, he didn't find anyone until he was in his 50s. He was already in his 50s and then found his now wife. So it doesn't matter. And I completely agree with what Tess was saying about, oh, you know, there's sometimes I wish I could just go do things on my own, but I don't get to because now we have two kids. So try to enjoy all of that as much as you can until you have to start sharing that with someone because you know, it'll happen when it's time to happen. Love you, ladies. Love you so much. Um, and I just appreciate you taking me along for some of my long commutes. Bye. Hi, ladies. I am a listener from Arkansas. I love podcasts. I'm re-listening to, I guess, the episode with Crystal Adams from November. And the lady problem was talking about someone who didn't know how to tell their mother that they had already gotten married and about... Uh, your guest is talking about someone calling on the way to the wedding to tell them, well, when I was in high school, my junior year, I lived in a kind of a magnet school, a boarding school, and I was in my dorm room. I had a free period that morning, so I'm like 16 maybe, and I get a phone call from my dad, and he goes, hey, honey, I I hope you're awake, or are you about to go to class? And I said, well, this is my free period. He goes, oh, good. Well, I got to tell you something. I'm in uh, South Dakota with your with Kathy, which was his girlfriend at the time, long-time girlfriend, and he said, and we are about to get married. 
they were supposed to just go on vacation. And he called me to say, hey, um, so we're going to get married. I just wanted you to know. Can't get a hold of your brother. Uh, so, yeah, sorry. I'll uh, just I'll see you when we get home. And I was just, I was overjoyed. I thought it was wonderful. So just personally from someone who's gotten that phone call from a parent, uh, not knowing that their parent was going to get remarried. I mean, I could tell it was coming and I loved her. So it was wonderful. But I thought it was great. I love that story. I tell people that story all the time. I think it's hilarious. I think everyone should do it. Just surprise, get married. Tell people that who cares if they're not happy for you, then it's about them. It's not about you because you know I've I've never been so happy for him. So anyway, that's it. I love you, ladies. Everyone, elope whenever you want. Call people and tell them last minute. The right people will be overjoyed. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.